This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Three Yards Per Caddy, a podcast covering the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. Now, here's your hosts, Chris, Alf and Simon. Welcome to Three Yards Per Caddy. It is our weekly preview show ahead of an old and familiar foe, the New York Football Jets, uh, somewhat revitalised, heading to Miami for this weekend's game against the Dolphins. A critical game now as we head essentially into what is a four-game playoff spin for the Dolphins, three of which are at home, but two of which are in the division, the Jets and the Bills, uh, either side of Dallas and on a road trip to Baltimore. This, as always... As I said, it's three hours per carry. I'm your host, Simon Clancy, alongside Alfredo Arteaga. Chris is tied up with a uh, myriad of, of bits and pieces. Uh, as per usual, this show is brought to you by our friends at Price Picks. Use the promo code three yards. That's the number three yards to get a $100 match bonus on your $100 deposit. And by Manscaped, get 20% off. It's Christmas time after all, and free shipping with the code five, number five RSN at Manscaped with a D on the end.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code 5RSN. Alf, tell us about our other sponsor. Yeah, we have a dedicated page for factormeals.com for the holiday season. If you go to factormeals.com forward slash three yards per carry five zero. And of course, remember three yards per carry is the number three yards per carry five zero. And then you use the promo code three yards per carry five zero. You get 50% off your first order. This game against the Jets was the game that Aaron Rodgers had been targeting to come back to. Uh, he obviously isn't going to do that. Uh, so the Dolphins will again face uh, Zach Wilson, or I say again, we face Tim Boyle, who's now back, probably sat on his sofa watching Netflix because he was cut by the Jets. Uh, and less than a month ago, Alf, ugh, Miami won 34-13 in a fairly comfortable win on Black Friday, thanks in large part to that amazing Javon Holland play. Lots of things have changed uh, since then. For both teams, really. And what seems to be happening for the Dolphins is essentially what was happening earlier in the season for the Jets, in that we are now engulfed in what seems like a major injury crisis all across the board. You look at names like Xavier Howard, Devon Achan, Javon Holland, Liam Eikenberg. You know, we know that we know that Connor Williams is out. Who's going to play on the offensive line? Teron Armstead, who's going to play Tyreek Hill? You know, there are lots and lots of question marks at the most critical time for this Miami Dolphins side, really for the second year running. And that's a, that's a big issue. Absolutely. And um, some of those guys played the entire game against the, against the the Tennessee Titans. And now, you know, they come up with their nicks and bruises after the game. And then, you know, they, they show up on the injury report and everybody freaks out. But what is, you know, what is alarming is what's happening on the offensive line and the Liam Eikenberg injury, especially is causes a domino effect of which we already saw what one one domino effect you had with Robert Hunt come going down now you have Connor Williams down and you know Robert Hunt is not coming back for this game 
So you're possibly scrambling at three three positions. You're getting guys off the street to probably play one critical spot. You might get one good player back in Teron Armstead. The problem is that it's not definite. Like a lot of these injuries are those that could keep a guy out a week. It keeps you scrambling and it keeps you uh, uneven, let's just say, in preparation for the game because you don't know who you're going to have available. Uh, To the point where, you know, we're recording this on a Friday and this is officially the first practice of the week because they just had a walkthrough because they they didn't know who was going to be in for what. So it's quite possibly that they'll have a, a street free agent playing on the offensive line, which means that they're going to have to cover for him uh, because you're not going to call a full game for him. So they're going to have a limited uh, install for him and for the team because of him. So it limits the team in both ways. There's a fairly significant chance that the Dolphins will start this game with Kendall Lamb at left tackle, Lester Cotton at left guard, Jonathan Harrison at centre who hasn't played an NFL game since 2019, Robert Jones at right guard and Austin Jackson at left tackle. That is, um, for want of a better word or words, suboptimal when you're heading into the most important part of the season. Absolutely. And uh, the good news is that Taron Armstead is looking up, but forget about Taron Armstead. The issue is up the middle with those guards. Um, they like Quinn and Williams and, you know, and those Franklin Myers and Solomon Thomas and those guys inside, that is not what you want, especially with stunts and games with with, with the, the the things that they, they do up front, that Salah does up front. That is not what you want. Yeah, and they, they absolutely love Lester Cotton. They've liked him all year. And on film, you could kind of see what they like. He's a he's he's big. He's mobile. He's active. He's um, a good run blocker. He's not a very good pass protector. No, he is not. And his issue is uh, what most coaches and most scouts see is that they turn on the tape and they see one, two, three, four eye-popping plays. Then they see a fifth play, and then, and you're like, okay, this guy can play. But then you have a disaster play. And to be honest with you, the, the best offensive linemen really are just absolutely boring for 60 minutes and 50 snaps, okay? And, you know, they just do their job, go about doing their job, and there's nothing spectacular in their games. And nothing, you know, calamitous happens on their watch. That's the opposite with Lester Cotton. Okay. He'll have a wow play and then he'll have a disaster play. Uh, that can't happen. They, yeah. He just has to be absolutely clean in operation. Same goes for Robert Hunt. I mean, Robert Jones, who just had, and it's hard to go back, but it's easily his worst game of the season because he was just flat out bad against the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, let's um, let's flip it, come back to the offense in, in a moment. Let's have a look at what happens when the Jets have the ball. And I was extremely surprised in that Black Friday game that, that Brees Hall just didn't get sort of 35, 40 carries. But you could certainly see a scenario where Izzy Abanakanda, Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook get an awful lot of carries but uh, in this game. But Zach Wilson is coming off essentially his best game as a New York Jet. Um, 30 point second half explosion against the Falcons, uh, career highs in passer rating of 117.9, 76% completion percentage. He threw for 300 plus yards. Um, getting Garrett Wilson going, uh, they had Randall Cobb active and he had a couple of big catches. They're starting to rally behind that issue that they had with the Diana Rossini report in the athletic, um, that I'm sure was true. Um, 
about um about sorry my phone's ringing which is why i was distracted um about zach wilson not wanting to play um can you see a, a, another step up from this jets offense another resurgence they they found something in that game against the the texans and uh by the way i can explain this that that game to anybody that wants to listen um yeah the texans imploded and it was 30 to 6 the Texans were down to wide receiver four and five and tight end three. Okay. Uh, that was as about as big a disaster game as you can have injury wise for the Texans early on in that game. They left uh, CJ Stroud essentially out there naked. Uh, they're finding the tight end. And by finding the tight end, it's opened up some things on the outside. And you can watch Zach Wilson in that game. And he played absolutely, he played pretty damn good. Uh, Brees Hall is nursing an injury, and they started inserting a little bit more of Israel Abanikanda. Uh, so they're lightening the load on him, uh, and I, I guess they feel as if that has to be the way forward. First of all, they're probably not making the playoffs. In fact, I would bet on it. So, you know, why are you going to run Brees Hall into the ground? So they're introducing Abanikanda a little bit more. It's created a little more diversity in that in that offense, and they – begun to look a little bit more competent. And, you know, it helps that Mekhi Becton is back uh, and Joe Tipman yeah. is back. Those guys haven't been around for, for a while. So uh, they've taken an injury now, and Billy Turner will play at right tackle. He hasn't been very good this year. But, yeah, there, there's – I think competence is the the word. While their defense is actually excellent, uh, competence is the word on offense, and that's the way forward for them because competence – actually keeps them in games longer against yeah. damn near everybody. On uh, on uh, Hard Knocks this week, the the defensive coaches were talking about the three motherfucker rule, which was essentially whenever Derek Henry gets the ball, three motherfuckers have to be on him. And it's the same rule with Brees Hall, isn't it? Because you can't allow the Jets to establish the running game, which then will open things up a little bit for, for Zach Wilson and especially for Garrett Wilson because they are talented. Wilson, Garrett Wilson especially is a very talented player. Imperative for the Dolphins that they don't let Brees Hall start to get hot, start to pick up big chunk yardage. We get them off the field, get them punting, get the offense back on the field. If Brees Hall starts to establish, that's that could be trouble. Absolutely. And that's how, that's how that's been their 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 formula really uh, going forward. Dalvin Cook is is essentially a non-entity on this offense, but Brees Hall, you we know what kind of player he is. He is, uh, you don't want to call him elite because you want to save that for the Adrian Petersons of the world or the Christian McCaffrey's, or possibly even Raheem Mostert this year. But Brees Hall is one of those guys that you can see as the face of the franchise going forward until Aaron Rodgers comes back. Uh, he is a star. He has great contact balance. And what I really like about him is uh, he bounces to the outside with a purpose. So, you know, it's that stiff, stiff arm. Okay. Uh, when he gets on the edge and he employs his stiff arm and he gets out to the edge, he has a second gear that very, very few have. And that's why that three motherfucker rule is going to be important. You got a gang tackle because it can't be one-on-one -on, -one on the perimeter because he tends to win those. So absolutely. Uh, Dolphins been very, very good. Uh, Stopping the run uh, for a very long while now. Uh, they held Derrick Henry to 34 yards on 17 carries. That was one of the good things that came out of that game. Maybe the only thing. Yeah. So, 
Uh, absolutely. Uh, that three motherfucker rule is absolutely in play here against Brees Hall. So uh, we've got Mike McDaniel currently at the podium. And so some breaking news is happening on the podcast. Deshaun Elliott is out on Sunday. He will not play. He remains in concussion protocol. Rob Hunt is out. He will not play either. Tyreek Hill is questionable. Um, and they're going to run it to the last minute on Tyreek. And then when we come back from break, we'll talk about the offense. But just to give you something to chew over during that break, McDaniel has said on the center position, I got to see one of the potential starters for the first time ever today. We have plenty of moving parts, a lot of contingencies. If you're voting for Pro Bowl for offensive line coaches, please submit your vote for Butch. Barry, he's been getting his money's worth with his work. There are multiple scenarios, whether Leicester is involved, whether it's one of our new acquisitions. McDaniel then goes on to say he's not interested in his crystal ball and needs to see today before making any determinations. That would strike me, Alf, that Liam Eikenberg is not playing on Sunday when you throw up whether Leicester is involved. Because my assumption would be that Leicester Cotton, they're being talked about uh, as moving to centre. Uh, that's what it sounds like uh, on the good news. Uh, and uh, there's no mention of Teron Armstead and he practised. And I know Javon Holland is close. And he's telling everybody that will listen, including Channing Crowder and Mark Hockman, every single week I'm playing this week. And he keeps missing his uh, prediction. Uh, so we shall see on him. Uh, I think that's important. Okay. Uh, if you could get Holland back and you could get Armstead back, that lessens the blow of what they're dealing with as of right now. Uh, my suspicion on Tyreek Hill, uh, now that he has the questionable designation, is that he's going to play but he's going to play limited a limited role and probably a decoy role. So, you know, which is good enough. If if he's out there and he's going to draw some attention because trust me, they're not they're not going to ignore him and say, "Oh, he's injured" because he'll muster up the adrenaline to run past you for an 80-yard touchdown. So, he'll he'll draw plenty of attention and that'll help the offense. So, that's my not a prediction, but my suspicion on what they're going to be doing with those two guys this week. After the break, we will come back with more suspicions. This is Three Hours Per Carry. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you a South Florida property owner with an insurance claim? Are you dealing with water, mold, or fire damage to your home or business? Are you having trouble locating a five-star rated general contractor that is fully licensed, certified, and insured? If the answer is yes, then Water Cleanup of Florida is here for you 24 hours a day. With over 60 years of combined experience, Michael, Robert, Jorge, and their team is prepared to handle any size property damage disaster. 
When an unexpected damage occurs to your home or business, you need specialized, fast, and reliable services. Water Cleanup of Florida understands the impact and stress an unexpected disaster may cause. Their objective is to make the cleanup and insurance claim process painless and hassle-free. Water Cleanup of Florida is also a licensed general contractor, so they provide the A to Z service, one-stop shopping that business homeowners and business owners require. Water Cleanup of Florida is now an authorized dealer of Eurocraft cabinets, so premier kitchen, bath, and laundry cabinetry, countertops, and other accessories are available for your viewing at their showroom in Boca Raton. Or, do you prefer to shop from your home or office? Then Water Cleanup will send you one of our design specialists to you with samples and products that fit your style and budget. Call Michael anytime on his personal cell phone if you have any questions at 954 Five seven nine zero three five six. That's nine five four five seven nine zero three five six. Or visit the website at wcufl.com. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram. And please check out their more than eighty five star reviews on Google and Facebook. Water cleanup of Florida. If you have the schmutz, they have the guts. I'm Jalen Phillips, and you're listening to Three Yards Per Carry. Welcome back to Three Yards Per Carry with me, Simon Clancy, and Alfredo Arteaga, and of course. Our fantastic sponsors, Manscaped, Factor Meals, and Prize Picks. We'll look at what happens now when the Dolphins have the ball. And as I said before the break, Mike McDaniel is at the podium. He's just said about Tyreek. He says, when we talk, if he's confident he can be himself, and we have the support of trainers that are responsible to the risk, then he will play. If not, he won't. He will not practice today. So it's in the balance. It's in the balance. This is a Jets defense that we that we face up against. That is one of the better units in the league. And actually, you go back over the last couple of weeks, and they have been ripping opposing offenses. Actually, last two games, they've allowed three hundred twenty nine yards combined to both the Falcons and the Texans. They're number two in yards per play, and in the secondary, obviously, they have three extremely good players in Sauce Gardner, in DJ Reed, and in Michael Carter. It's going to be a battle whether Tyreek's on the field or not, but without Tyreek, and especially given what happened on Monday and how limited we were, certainly in the passing game, it's going to be an extremely big battle. And to me, this is going to come down to who runs the ball better. Um, and that's not what you want with an offensive line that is ailing as much as ours. But in Raheem Mostert, Devin Achan is listed as questionable with a toe injury. But in Mostert, it feels like to me, if you're a fantasy owner of Raheem Mostert, your boy's going to get an awful lot of carries this weekend. Oh, absolutely. And one thing we can say about Robert Jones and, and you know, the makeup of that offensive line right now, Lester Cotton, Robert Jones, is that they're capable in that regard as far as running the football and especially between the tackles. Um, Robert Jones, like I said, he had some highlight plays and so did Lester Cotton against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, it's when they had to get into pass pro that they had their issues. Uh, that left side, it, no matter who has been in, has been a godsend for this this offense, especially when they run the football. They just got to stick to it, and they got to build a game plan with their passing game that's centered around not necessarily hiding, but helping those, those interior offensive linemen. Uh, I felt that against Tennessee, they were calling way too many slow developing plays, uh, especially in the second half. That was beginning to cause those breakdowns up the middle. And then once you have a breakdown at tackle, because Lamb, let's face it, Lamb and, and Austin Jackson did not play well either. Uh, once you had breakdowns there, 
it just, you know, snowballed from there. And then it was just an avalanche of pressures, which I believe uh, Next Gen Stats had it at 39% of snaps were pressured snaps for Tua, which is not a good thing. So they're going to have to work around it and they're going to have to build a game plan around it. The good thing is that most of these disasters that's ha- that have happened this year have happened in game when they've have been they've had to scramble for for a new right guard, a new left tackle, a new left guard, new center. Uh, they're going into the week this week with the problem already in hand. So they'll be able to build a game plan around it. And yeah. it's time for, for some of these guys to, to step up. I found it really interesting that Frank Smith this week volunteered to the media that he's he had a long meeting with Chase Claypool and that they have a package for him, and then they're excited to get uh, to that package. But, you know, it's been their fault that they've used other things and haven't gotten to it. And he says he likes having conversations with Chase Claypool as far as, you know, what they want to do on the offense and that he wants to learn and he wants to learn the playbook and he wants to be implemented. Well, guess what? Now's a better time than than any. Yes. So, you know, uh, I, I said this before and I said this uh, on OnlyFans. And by the way, if you want to become a member of OnlyFans, you can go to discord.gg forward slash OnlyFans. You can get on there for $3 a month. Uh, I said this on OnlyFans. If you could have guys, which means, you know, Robbie Chosen or Chase Claypool, that could run really, really fast in a straight line. That's enough help. They didn't even have that toward the end of the, that game against the, the Titans. They should have it from the jump this week, which should help them. Yeah, yeah. Ten different offensive line combinations. Thirteen different players have started on the offensive line. That That is significant wear and tear for, for anybody. With most, uh, to me, this is, I mean, the numbers speak themselves, and you know, stats aren't everything, but, you know, this is, you know, an all-pro campaign that Raheem Mostert is putting together and he should rightly be voted. Uh, you know, he'll be a pro Bowl player, but he should be an all-pro. Um, Christian McCaffrey will obviously be um, all-pro, but he, but Raheem, 924 yards rushing, is second in the league, 183 carries, which is, you know, averaging 5.1 yards per pop, 16 rushing touchdowns, seven plus which leads the league seven plus twenty yard runs, which ties with McCaffrey and with Saquon. Uh, two forty plus yard runs, which ties for second with Zach Moss, with David Montgomery, uh, with Josh Jacobs behind McCaffrey. Forty nine yard rushing touchdown, um, and he's carried the ball fifty two times for first downs, which is second only to McCaffrey. He has had, you know, in isolation, he has had a, a tremendous season, and physically. He has shown with the added weight that he put on to get him into the sort of 214, 215 category. He's shown that he's a, you know, one of the best running backs in the NFL. Absolutely. And yeah, you, you mentioned whether he'll make all pro. Remember that a, the, the AP is the essential, you know, all pro voting apparatus. Uh, also, the Pro Football uh, Writers of America have a, an all pro team, and both honors are important. And usually they're they're kind of they kind of have a consensus, but remember that the AP allows two running backs and one fullback. Yeah. So we know that Christian McCaffrey will be one of those running backs, and there's just Alec no Ingold has got a pretty good chance of being the fullback. I've got to say. Yeah, uh, I think so as well. Uh, Mostert has had a fabulous season, just absolutely fabulous season, and he's one of their essential players. And we and we didn't think that at the beginning of the season. Remember when they were trying to trade for Jonathan Taylor? Yeah. <laughs> so 
you know, they tried to trade for every single running back that has ever existed, and they have the all pro already on the roster. So yeah, this is a this is what happens when a, a player dedicates himself and dedicates the offseason to his body and to getting his mind right for an entire football season. And here are the results. I also mm-hmm. loved that they ran it on third and two, third and one in this game, and they got two first downs running with Mostert, mostly behind that left side. So I think there's a pretty significant chance you look at running back and fullback that Mostert and Ingold get become all pros. Obviously, Tyreek will be an all pro. Obviously, nowhere else on the offense. Defensively, I think Christian Wilkins has a pretty strong chance of being a, an all pro on that, or at least a second team all pro on that interior defensive line. Probably a little bit too soon for Jalen Ramsey in terms of the games that he's missed. Um, and maybe Javon Holland. But again, you wonder whether or not the accumulation of missed games might hurt him as well. What do we need to see from the passing game if if Tyreek is out? And, and let's be honest, he's not going to be 100%. So, you know, we're really going to see need to see some significant, you know, work from Jalen Waddle, significant work from Chase Claypool if he gets in the game. Cedric Wilson, who seems like, you know, his, him and Tua have got a, a really good um, understanding. But the two guys that I really need to see more of are, are River Craycraft and Braxton Barrios, who kind of, Barrios started off pretty well and has kind of fallen away a little bit. And obviously Craycraft had the injury and, you know, he had the great block to spring Raheem for the touchdown in the, in the first Jets game on Black Friday. But kind of need to see a bit more out of these guys if we're really going to progress the um, progress this passing game against a really good secondary. Yes, and Mike McDaniel, and this is on Mike McDaniel to actually employ these guys correctly. I felt that every single route uh, run by Braxton Berrios on the outside, on the perimeter, uh, especially to the field side, was actually an absolute waste of time. Uh, He is a slot player, and he should play as the slot player. Um, Teams do not and will not respect him outside. They didn't. Uh, The Titans didn't in that game. Uh, there was many three by one formations where they kept Berrios wide to try to motion somebody late, and the Titans just looked at it and ignored it. And yeah. that's a bad thing. When a defense looks at a player and says we're fine with one on one, and you know you're out, we're offering no help, that is actually a burden on your offense because that means that they're devoting more players to your better players. Uh, they have to fix that. They just have to fix that. I can promise you, if you have a Robbie Chosen, if you have a Chase Claypool out wide in a three-by-one set, they will not ignore him over the top because Tua can hit those guys deep. And they've shown that they can get deep on almost every defense. So, yes, uh, it's on Mike McDaniel to form a better game plan. Um, if you had to, and and I know I wasn't a big fan of Tua's game, against the Titans. I didn't think he was very, very good. But if if I had to assign blame in that game, and you can blame a lot of things. You can blame communication in the in the secondary. You can blame Kater Kohu blowing two coverages. But my God, I thought Mike McDaniel was not good in that game. Right. And I thought he was not good adjusting, and I thought that the game plan was a little off. So it's up to him as well. As well. He's going to have to pair it back as well this week, isn't he? Because if you are starting Jonathan Harris at Harrison at center. If you are starting Leicester Cotton at center, you just can't run the same offense that you had with with, with Connor Williams. You just can't. You can't run the same offense that is so meticulous in terms of its, you know, one hundredth of a second out and the whole thing falls apart. You cannot. You have to rely much more heavily, I think, on the run game this week because 
you know, all those funky motions are great, but some of the tricks that we've seen, some of the sort of the, it, it, you know, the whole idea of fumbles and giving up, you know, this is going to be a make the most of your possessions game against an excellent defence because, you know, a defeat is just out of the realms of, you know, possibility in terms of what this might do. And my final question, Alf, before we get to the predictions, where do you think this team would be mentally if they fell again against the Jets? What, you know, at what point do you... At what point do you are you pressing the panic button? Uh, I'm pressing the panic button when injuries are, you know, are now not only evident but real, as in they're not coming back. Uh, I think this team is health away from being exactly what they were all season, but they're going to have to make do with what they have right now. And I completely agree with you that you can't run everything that you were running before. They had a play against the the Titans where uh, they had HN in the in the backfield. They were in the shotgun. And they put him in an orbit motion and then ran a counter tray. So you're talking about running a play from the 70s and 80s, but with several moving parts. And guess what? It got 11 yards. Okay. So, yeah, sometimes you could trick a defense and all of that, all of that fancy schmancy stuff, I think, has to go out the window for the most part because they can't orchestrate it unless they have maybe Lee and Meikenberg at center. Or who knows? Maybe they're even going to try uh, Lester Cotton at center. But yes, if they're going to start Jonathan Harrison in this game, then yeah, a lot of those things have to be gone by the wayside. Or they're just going to have to train him up to play side to side and nowhere else. Which means he'll spend an entire game uh, absorbing bull rushes and not climbing to the second level. So that's likely what's going to probably happen if he has to play. Give us a score prediction then for this one. Miami at home against the Jets. I think they'll be able to breathe in this game. They didn't in the last game. And even though they didn't in the last game, if you rewatch that game, you know, that 14-point lead, uh, I felt that they they had bad moments in that game. But I felt that they outplayed the, the Tennessee Titans. And there's there's some metrics to suggest that they outplayed the Tennessee Titans even while they were tied 13-13. That same effort is probably not good enough to win going away. They're nine-point favorites. So to meet expectations, they have to win by 10. I think that they do precisely that. It will not be pretty. It won't be pretty for most of the game, but I think it'll be one of those situations where they'll find themselves with a 10-point lead and then hold on late in that game. Let's call it 24 14 Miami. Yeah, I'm going to say 20 26 17 Miami. Right on the number. That sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Fingers crossed we are both right and the Dolphins win and we can get this ship back on track. Regardless of what happens, you know that we will be here on Monday to break it all down, all the detail. Alf Chris and Simon, you can join us as Alf mentioned on OnlyFins, which is you know uh, what I, want, I wanted to ask you something, Simon, before yeah. you get us out of here. Two pretty massive games. Like we could come back here on Monday and the parade is back on, Simon. Okay. Yeah. We need Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys travel to Buffalo, and I believe the Ravens travel to Jacksonville. Is that is that right? That is it. That okay. Is it. Uh, a Ravens loss. And a Bills loss, and it's party time once again. What are let's let's get your prediction on those two games? Are we partying on Monday? Because you already said the Dolphins are winning on Sunday. 
Is it party time on Monday? Do we get both results or one I, or none? I think, I think the Ravens will beat the Jags. I mean, no team is playing better than the Cowboys, but Buffalo at home in the cold, coming off that Kansas City win is a tough ask, especially they smell blood in the water. I'm going to go, it's going to come down to a last, it's going to come down to a Brandon Aubrey as time expires field goal or a Tyler Bass as time expires field, field goal. My heart says Dallas. My head says, oh, fuck it, Dallas. Yeah. But I, I'm nervous, though. I am nervous. Yeah, that game won't be easy. That game will not be no. easy. I will say this. If that game was in Dallas, man, start the parade already. Yeah, I would. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The, the Cowboys are the hottest team in the league for me at the moment. But yes. But yeah, we shall yeah. see. And I think Baltimore beat Jacksonville. I, I, I think the Jacks, the Jags are falling apart a little bit. And actually, if Houston managed to keep Nico Collins and Tank Dell healthy, I think they would be in trouble for the division, actually. So yeah, I, I agree. Although Tank Dell, I believe, is coming back for the playoffs, which is, you know, kind of ambitious. Yeah. This isn't Stroud in concussion protocol as well. Yeah. So, yeah, we shall see. Anyway, as I was saying, uh, you can find us on OnlyFins, uh, which is our, uh, our Discord channel where we do lots of chatting and information and all that sort of stuff and good fun, good community, good people. We will be back on Monday uh, to break down, hopefully, another Victory Monday with uh, Victory over the New York Jets. Until then, be safe and we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to Three Yards Per Caddy. You can subscribe via iTunes, on Podbean, or your usual podcast provider. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.